coming up on this episode of an older gay guy show. But, you know, then again, I said when I turned 50 that I would just stay home with my cats and drink wine alone and watch porn. And age 50 came and I was like, well, fuck that. As you may notice, gentlemen, this episode is the first that I do not have a season or episode number. The reason for this is my eventual plan to migrate my show onto a different provider. I will address this more in a short notice in the middle of today's episode. But today, I just wanted to talk a bit about those behaviors that tell the world that we are, quote, old. Some of this will be humorous, but each of these behaviors are some things we need to keep in mind. And I guess I should start off by saying all this is my opinion only. I am not a therapist. I base these on my own observations, that of a personal trainer for 35 years, who is also a failed actor and failed singer who never really even tried. So yeah, be sure to follow what I say. (laughs) I have such amazing credentials and all. The title of this episode is Things to Do and Say to Make Yourself Old. I am Joey Hernandez. Thank you for joining me today. Administrative Professionals Day is fast approaching, and gosh, I know so many of you are probably losing sleep, worrying what to get your administrative professional, what to get her or him, what to get him or her. Well, here's an idea. How about AdamMail.com's short suede flogger? or the Tantric Satin Pleasure Whip. Now, I know, I know, I know what you're going to say. You will say every time in past years when I've gotten my administrative professional a whip, it just ends up in the bottom of her administrative professional desk drawer, unused. Tell me about it. I know what it's like to spend all your hard-earned money just to find your gift at the bottom of her desk drawer when you go in to rummage and borrow a few things. It's sad. It's depressing. Well, perhaps your dear old administrator professional will jump for joy when you reveal hers or his brand spanking new And the key word here is spanking the short suede flogger and the tantric satin pleasure whip. Yes, finally, something you will love. I'm sorry. I mean, your professional, I mean, your administrative professional will love. And as a listener of this show, AdamMail.com is offering you a special, oh, so special deal you can get 50% off almost any one item, including free shipping. Just use the discount code AOGGS, which stands for an older gay guy show, 
A-O-G-G-S at checkout. So go to adammail.com and find a cacophony, which isn't actually even the right use for that word, but it sounds good, a cacophony of pleasurable gear and devices to give you hours of endless pleasure. Damn, I mean, her or him, hours of endless pleasure. You know, it's a shame that there are no longer secretaries because they would have gotten the gift for you. But the administrative professionals don't want that name anymore. Don't let Administrative Professionals Day go by without getting that perfect gift. The gift that keeps on flogging. Oh, and adamail.com has you covered. And now, my friends, without any further ado, let's talk about those traps that we fall into as we age. So, I kind of came up with this topic after listening to some younger gay guys on YouTube. So, think back a few decades when we were young. Remember how our parents and grandparents would say things that would make us cringe? Like, that crazy rock and roll music is going to turn our kids into hoodlums. Or, look at those guys with long hair. They look just like a girl. Or, is that girl dressed to be out? All her business is popping out. Put some damn clothes on. And we would sit there and roll our eyes to ourselves. God, Dad, you are embarrassing me. And we talked to our friends and found out that their parents said some of the same things. So we mumbled that the people are the older generation, and we vowed that when we became their age, we would not be an old fogey. And yet, here we are. So let's break it down. You know, like science or something. Let's, let, let's be scientists. I am endlessly fond of those funny ads for, I think <laughs> it's insurance. It's bad when the ad doesn't drill the product into your brain. But the guy that is teaching people how not to become their parents is a freaking riot and a half. I hope you might get these commercials in your area. It has provided me with so many lines that I like to use on my husband, Paco. If we go out and see someone weird somewhere, I say under my breath, we all see it. We all see it. Or we'll go to a Michael's store and I'll find one of those cutesy little signs and I'll hold one up and say, no fussin, no cussin, no, and then he'll grab the sign from me and put it back while I hold my hands to my face and gasp. If you know the commercials, you will certainly know all these lines I'm talking about. Quinoa, no. Joaquin. No, they are priceless. <laughs> Funny as shit, I laugh every time I see one. Okay, so here we go with some topics. First up, driving. 
Now, I proudly state quite often, really, that I have never had an accident or even a ticket, except for parking tickets. Since the young age of 16, when I started driving and right up to this very day, I've been told that I drive like an old lady. I always drive the speed limit, I use my directional always, I adjust my mirrors, I go at a pace where I can observe other traffic and make wise driving decisions. These days, I would never, and I truly, truly mean never, drive after having even one drink. Or if I've toked that day, even if it was in the morning and it's now evening, Still, I won't drive all day or night. I have to be completely of clear, sound mind to drive, which is really so much better and more responsible than the many, many times I drove when I probably had way too much to drink. I still tried to drive cautiously. I never got pulled over for anything. But I am just so uncomfortable even now thinking about how irresponsible I was. What could have happened? In times like these, I think my parents have somehow guided me, protected me from above. So my old lady driving is something that I hold as a badge of honor. But I'm going to be wise enough to drop out of driving when I get to about 80, I think. But, you know, then again, I said when I turned 50 that I would just stay home with my cats and drink wine alone and watch porn. And age 50 came and I was like, well, fuck that. I'm still the youthful guy that I've always thought of myself as. So who knows what the age of 80 will bring But guys, we have to be wise enough to know when we have to finally turn in our driver's license. Think of older people who drive miles and miles with their blinker on, unaware. Or older people that hit the brake without warning. Or they can't park the car in a space without being over the lines or trapping someone in who's parked near you. These are red flags. We need to be self-aware enough to know when we need to stop. We need to let go of our egos. Everyone gets older. Everyone loses some sight, loses some hearing. They have reduced reaction time, etc. So, yeah, driving. Last call for automobiling. Okay, folks, this is uh, an important announcement, so I'm just going to take a minute here if you could listen to this. I just wanted to quickly mention a bit about my plans for moving my podcast. Now, moving forward, there will be no season numbers or episode numbers, and that's so I can delete and add episodes without there being a noticeable hole in the sequential numbers. So as of July 1st, the newest and the most popular 150 episodes will be available wherever you are currently listening to me. 
most importantly, all new episodes, all the new episodes, every single one of them will continue to be where they are now. As those new episodes get older, that is when I might move them off that 150 episode feed. The back catalog beyond the 150 episode main content will be moving. Probably, I'm thinking, maybe Patreon. Patreon allows for special memberships that will have exclusive content, including the missing back episodes, as well as premium content only made for the Patreon members. I will let you know more information as I come closer to a decision-making time. Thank you for listening, and now, right back to our main content. Next up, tech stuff. Okay, so, oh my God. (laughs) Now look, I am probably one of the oldest YouTube influencers, as they say. That term influencer is absolutely ridiculous. And I really, truly hope I'm not (laughs) influencing you to do anything. A YouTube creator is a better term. I've been messaged over the years by guys who ask, am I on Periscope or Vine or Snapchat or TikTok? And I'll say no. (laughs) I draw the line at YouTube and podcasts so far. I'm not 15 years old. (laughs) I know older people are on those platforms, but... I don't think it very often plays very well. The older people that are somewhat popular on those platforms are either making comedy or travel stuff. I suppose baking and cooking and home renovation might be a big part now. But what I want to do is limit being on social platforms that I don't really understand or that my peers are not on. Video games is also something I just never got into. I played Super Mario Brothers. That's it. And (laughs) I think I might have mentioned this before, but I have never gotten beyond level four in Super Mario Brothers. And it was always sending my blood pressure skyrocketing because it would take me so long to get to the next level that I was so nervous that I'd lose all my Marios and have to start again, which I did hundreds and hundreds of times. I did this for two freaking years, almost every day, not beyond level four. I was pathetic. Also, YouTube influencers all seem to be current or ex-skateboarders. I can't skateboard. I have no balance for it. I tried really hard for all of about five minutes before I abandoned it. And that's three minutes longer than I give most of the things I try. (laughs) I do have to admit that there are a few future tech things that I hope I live long enough to see. I'm fascinated by holograms. Imagine being able to project some perfect male specimen right into your living room. 
also augmented and virtual reality glasses and headsets. Now that would be fun. I can only imagine projecting myself into whatever world I want to create. In fact, for all we know, maybe that's where we go when we die. Awesome. That would be so freaking awesome. But tech stuff is, of course, somewhat age-related. I seem to have discovered that the texting part of smartphones is something rarely used by people over 70. YouTube seems to have a cutoff of about 80. I'm basing these numbers on data that YouTube gives me and how I have to go about contacting different age groups for my personal training. Where texting is concerned, I do use it all the time, absolutely. But the OCD in me will not allow me to send a text without using full words, correct spelling, and correct punctuation. I know that is regarded as an oldster kind of thing. It might come from my writing of my books and stuff, I'm not sure. Texts that are just one long sentence without any punctuation drives me absolutely fucking crazy. It takes much longer to read and break apart that into legible sentences so I understand what the person is saying. So where tech is concerned, I think I am dangerously teetering on the edge of that old guy cliff. How about you? How do you feel about tech, about new tech as it's developed? Do you always stay on top of it? And if so, where are the cutoff ages for all these different platforms? Okay, let's make the next topic clothing. Now, our parents used to complain about things that we would wear. I remember, oh my God, I got one earring when I was 16. And even though my mother was sick, she still made it known that she thought I was becoming a thug because I was the first guy that any of us knew that had an earring. My clothes have never been in style. I have never really had any interest in that. I still really don't. I've bought a good two dozen hats that are not baseball hats since I've been with my husband, Paco. I always buy one and say I'm ready to break away from gym gear like I always wear and start to dress more my age. But... I just end up sliding right back into my old patterns. I've never worn those hats, with the exception of my awesome cowboy hats, which I love. But living in New England, I kind of look stupid and out of place when I wear one. But damn, oh, I love, love the way I look in those cowboy hats. I always roll my eyes when I hear an older person say, Why can't those idiot boys pull up their pants? Wear a belt. No one wants to see your ass hanging out. Really? No one at all? Hmm. 
But that is very close to the complaints our parents had with our tight or ripped jeans. Our parents mostly grew up wearing more what we would now consider to be dress pants, a slightly more formal attire. They would never wear jeans. I never saw my parents ever wear jeans. So let the younger generation be and let them have their own styles just like we did when we were young. No one forces you to look at the sagger pants that guys wear. Look away if you need to. Now, unfortunately, 11-year-old girls now look like 22-year-old women. That mystifies me. (laughs) They want to look older up until probably about age 25 when they then want to look younger. Here in the 21st century, to some extent, day-to-day clothing seems to have settled down in fashion. In the 60s, we wore hippie clothes. In the 70s, we wore disco clothes. In the 80s, we wore pastel colors with big shoulders and big hair. The 90s kind of went for the grunge look for quite a while. But the 21st century seems to be a little bit of everything. I've realized along the way, for me personally, I have to stay away from wearing college clothing with their insignias and their names on them because certainly someone is going to ask me if my grandchild goes to that school. That really happened. I was crushed. I also have to reluctantly stop wearing Abercrombie and Fitch clothes. Although I loved those in the 90s so much. Back when we used to be able to go to malls, I was always trying to pull my husband Paco into an Abercrombie and Fitch store and he would always like be pulling me away from it. No, 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 don't go. So maybe we should just take care of our own fashion and not criticize younger people for their clothing styles. Otherwise, to be honest, we become grumpy old men very quickly. The sun is something that I would like to address here. Now, the sun is something that I personally have had to move away from. I was tanned both from the real sun and tanning beds for years. I would also go to the beach without any sunblock on because I was a man. I can take it. I don't need that. Well, I'm lucky that so far I've not developed skin cancer. Although due to my history of cancer, I am kind of maybe expecting it's going to come along eventually. I hope not, but who knows. I stopped being in the sun about 20 years ago. I didn't want to develop those age spots on the top of my bald head, which is another reason why I wear baseball hats when I am out. My skin is so much better and mostly wrinkle-free for a 63-year-old guy. I moisturize and I moisturize all day and night. My skin is very soft. 
very white. (laughs) And fortunately, it works out pretty well for me. Now, so many of you have asked how I look so young. And I'll tell you a few things here. First of all, good lighting. I light all my photos and videos really well. So the more light that is on you, the younger you tend to look. I know you would think it would be the other way, but no. The brighter the light, the less you're going to see any wrinkles or sinking on the face. My advice to you, though, and I know I am pretty much wasting my breath here by saying this, but stay out of the sun. You may think you look better tanned, but it ages the skin so fast, no matter the protection that you put on. It dries you out and burns. And if you're an older person whose face is starting to have wrinkles and small places where it's sinking in a bit, tanning is the worst thing that you can do. If you've developed a hollow, sinking look in part of your face, as most people do develop as they age, then when you tan, those parts that are a bit more sunken get darker in color than the rest of your face. So the sinking areas actually look deeper and worse. You see yourself in the lighted bathroom mirror when you've been tanning, and you think you look fantastic. But it's the lighting. That is the kind of good lighting that I reference. Out in the real world, believe me, that is not how you look. I know many of you are older guys that have loved being in the sun on vacation, getting all tanned, having beautiful tan lines that show off all your work. And I know... I know because of me, I know it's going to be difficult to stop that. But if you are over 65 and you still lay out in the sun, I'm sorry, but you are crazy. I'll use the word crazy to do that. And you're making yourself look older. So please, for your health, stop that. And the final point I want to make is about meeting someone and falling in love. Now, as you've probably heard me say in the past, I really think that this might be one of the things that make us the most, quote, old, if you will. After many long years of dating, bad relationships, being rejected, being frustrated, being hurt, Many of us give up and decide that we're done looking and just want to grow old and be left alone at that. Hope gets lost. Do you know anyone who has adopted this attitude? Don't look at yourself, but rather look at whoever you know that has taken this attitude change. Do they seem happier? Do they still go out and have an active social life? Have they let go of all those bad feelings and now feel empowered and satisfied with life? My friends, I'm going to put my money on that most guys, 
And of course, there are always going to be exceptions, but for the most part, I don't think many guys actually get any lasting peace from this decision. But if you love yourself, you've spent most of your life happily, and happily is the key here, on your own, loving your own company, thriving at both your own personal life and your social circle, then yeah, maybe. Maybe that decision fits right into how your lifestyle has been for many years. And again, that you are truly more happy alone than in a relationship. And if that's the case, that is so awesome. But if all your friends have known you to be a serial dater, one who's always looking for a boyfriend and dreaming of when you have a husband to share your life with, then this sudden change of heart will most likely bring you more grief. Initially, it might be fine. But once romantic holidays come around again, I'm not so sure that that new philosophy will hold. Giving in, giving up, might not be really what you want. Of course, it's a personal decision. Sometimes we are older and just tired of the same old relationship angst that always seems to occur. But if you feel this way, then yeah, maybe take a break. But I wouldn't give up trying if I were you. I'd not give up that hope. This particular topic is one that I return to fairly often, so I won't take any more time with this today. But I will approach the dating versus giving up many more times as the years... <laughs> many years of doing this show go along. So my friends, I thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please watch for the new video on an Older Gay Guy Show's YouTube channel coming this Monday and catch the latest one that has already been released about, quote, my first pathetic attempts at dating guys. I think you will like it. Love and hugs to all of you. I will see you next week. Bye for now.